Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 19, looking at verses 5 through 7, read from today's New International Version. According to Matthew Henry, Paul reassures the the disciples that he meet that he met in Ephesus that John did baptize with the baptism of repentance and there was nothing wrong with that but he instructed them on the baptism of Jesus because uh, John had gone on to glory by the time the Holy Spirit by the time the prophecy that uh, John spoke of was fulfilled by this baptism, John required people to, to be sorry for their sins and to confess them and to turn from them. Paul shows the disciples that John's baptism had a further reference. It told them that they should believe on him who should come after John, and that is Jesus Christ that John's baptism of repentance was designed only to prepare the way for the Lord. So let's listen to Acts chapter 19, verses 5 through 7, read from today's New International Version. On hearing this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. And they spoke in tongues and prophesied. There were about twelve men in all. Again, Acts chapter 19, verses 5 through 7, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 19, verses 5 through 7, read from today's New International Version. On yesterday, I have to admit, I was confused. I was probably, probably babbling uh, as I tried to explain and share all of the things that I had gleaned from so many different commentaries. So I hope today's introduction from Matthew Henry kind of tidied it, tidied it up because understanding uh, what was wrong, which wasn't wrong, which what was inadequate with John's baptism is it's a hard concept and as we, even this concept as I was reading it there were so many different opinions but let me share what I've written down once the um, the disciples heard the the uh, true meaning and understood uh, with clarity what um, what John's baptism that it was a it pointed to Christ and to the uh, Holy Spirit. So it pointed to a fulfillment. So once they understood that, once they were completely uh, prepared, 
by the response given to them by uh, by the Apostle Paul to the preaching of John the Baptist, they were ready to embrace Jesus fully. And they were baptized in the name of Jesus. And that's according to, and let me go ahead, according to Cambridge Bible for uh, schools and colleges, it says, and when they heard, when they heard, uh, what they heard was not the mere statement that Jesus was the Messiah, but all the arguments with which Paul demonstrated that this was so and proved that in Jesus the scripture was fulfilled. The conviction needed not be sudden, though its description is brief. So Luke didn't spend a lot of time describing it. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They followed the order uh, appointed for admission to the privilege of the Christian covenant. No argument can be drawn from this verse for a repetition of baptism. These disciples had never received such a baptism as Christ ordained. John's baptism was but a washing symbolical of the repentance which he preached. Baptism into the name of Christ is the pledge of a covenant of salvation. And again, each commentary had something different to say on this. Some said that they weren't rebaptized. Some said they were. But I think Cambridge made it plain made it you know so that we understood that the, even the uh, 12 disciples understood better that John's baptism was a washing it was uh, it was to prepare for repentance it was a, it was to prepare for the coming of our savior and the holy spirit fell, uh, fell up fell upon them after they were baptized and there's again a lot of controversy they don't know if Paul baptized them or one of his associates but when Paul uh, laid his hands on them the Holy Spirit came on them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and received his gifts we have here a distinct mark of Paul's true apostleship the men were about 12 in all so Paul solemnly prayed for for uh, prayed to God to give them these gifts, and this is according to Matthew Henry, signified by his laying by his laying his hands on them, which was a gesture used in blessing by the patriarchs, especially in conveying the great trust of the promise of, of God as found in Genesis chapter 48, verse 14. The Spirit being the great promise of the New Testament, the apostles uh, conveyed it by the imposition or by putting laying on of hands. The Lord blessed thee with that blessing, that blessing of blessings. And that's what, what happened once Paul laid his hands upon them. They were blessed. They, he gave them a blessing that came only from God and through the Holy Spirit. God granted the thing that he prayed for. The Holy Ghost came upon them 
in a surprising, overpowering manner, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied, as the apostles did, on the uh, and the first Gentile converts did, and this all what the first time it happened at Pentecost. This was intended to introduce the gospel at Ephesus and to awaken the minds of men, uh, give them an expectation of some great thing that was to come, something that was uh, further designed to qualify the 12 men for service, for work in the ministry, and that these 12 were probably would become elders of Ephesus, to whom Paul committed the care and government of that church. They had the spirit of prophecy that they might understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God themselves and the gift of tongues that they might preach them, preach that they might preach to every nation and language. Oh, what a wonderful change was here made on uh, all of a sudden in these men, those who had just said they had never so much as heard of the Holy Ghost are now themselves filled with the Holy Ghost for the spirit like the wind blows when and where he wants to let's pray father we thank you for your word we thank you as we go through studying your word and using the tools that we need to make your word plain. And God, I pray that it was made plain because uh, this is too important for us to just gloss over. It's too important to our Christian walk to not understand the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for his work in our lives we thank you that yes we do have to repent that's the first step and then the second step is we need to accept jesus as our lord and savior and we thank you that once we accept jesus as our lord and savior the promise of the holy spirit he promised that his holy that your holy spirit would be a part of our lives as our paraclete going alongside us and showing us the way. So we thank you for that, Father. Praying for those who need you in a special way and thanking you in advance for answered prayers. So many needs. You know what they all are. You know what our cares are, and we cast them upon you, trusting that your word says that if we leave them with you, that you do hear, you do listen. So that's what we're doing. We're trusting your word. We're believing your word. We're thanking you for your word. In the mighty name of Jesus and by the power of your Holy Spirit, thank you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.